Send the homebrewed world object hail. We've got two DMs for some reason, which can only mean twice the fun. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your time at Theater of the Mind Flayer. Oh, welcome to Theater of the Mind Flayer. Welcome to our Hell One Shot. Uh, where'd you go, Cotton Eye Joe? I'm here with Caleb Daddle. Hello, how are you doing, Jake? I'm good. And he's sitting all the way over there. Why are you yeah. sitting all the way over I there? I see you from over here. I'm sitting over here because I am a player and not the guy who hits record on the other <laughs> side of the, the DM screen. Yay, for once. We're here with Michael Berganti. Hello, as well. it does sound different getting Caleb from one and Jacob yeah. from the other. Stereo. stereo. You got DMs in stereo. Ooh. You got Danielle Butlin? Hello, hello. How are you doing? Sorry. I thought you were going to talk longer, so no, I took a drink. No, just, just greeting. Yeah, that's it. Cool. That's and it, we also yeah. have two very special guests. Uh, we have someone who's brand new to D&D and someone who's been playing with us for a little while was uh, Luke's first death in campaign. Uh, we have Lyndon Porco. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, I said that correctly, yeah? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Good, good, good. And we also have Jackson Berlin. Good afternoon. Welcome. How are y'all doing? Welcome to uh, Theatre of the Mind Flayer. We're going to play some D&D. Fantastic. Uh, Lyndon, you've only just started playing D&D with us like six months ago or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's been... Uh, it's been amazing. I loved it. I was skeptical to, to uh, get into it at first, and then what once I started, was it ske- skeptical I... to get into D and D, or skeptical to get into D and D with us. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's a bit of a mixture of both for yeah. sure. But uh... or IP Astros as well. <laughs> yes, very yes. sad. Well, you know, that was uh, definitely hit home for sure. That was a lot of fun. But yeah. uh, got to create a new character, and uh, I think I'm loving it even more. So. We'll yeah. jump back in then at one point. Jackson, welcome to D&D. Thank you for having me. That's all right. Uh, what's your, you have any experience with D&D? Or Zero. just what we've been kind of I think I've watched uh, Vox Machina and that's oh, yeah, the series. as that's right. I have come. Nice. Well, I mean, that's a good, it's a it's very good. Cl- it's pretty close. Well, like, like, the pod, like the podcast version or like no, the show? The animation, <laughs> animated <laughs> series. On, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Netflix or Prime? No, Prime. Netflix, Prime. We're really yeah. jumping in the deep end here on a, on a podcast. Yeah. Not the deep end. See, Lyndon's already got the musical this reference is why in. we have Lyndon on. There we go. Oh, no, there's two of them. There's two of them. Uh, yes, we are going to uh, jump straight into this uh, absolute nonsense. We are going to jump straight on in. We are going to begin our adventure on the far, just off the far eastern coast of Fiona. No more than a day or so since we left the adventuring crew that have yet to be named. We come to our ship, we find the front of the hull filled with powder kegs. We find Captain Aureus, Fibbers, the crew standing there, hands on hips, a little bit concerned. We see a familiar Githyanki, Githsarai, sorry, uh, turn her head and say, yes, this will get you there. Quick smart, of course. Arr, so we just, we light her up, or? You light her up and... Get ready to make a deal. You'll be in hell in no time. All right, if it had been anyone else saying this to me, Quadina, I'd have me doubts. But I agree. I agree there, uh, Fibbers. If it's anyone but Quadina, then it, 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 we'd have a problem. But Quadina, I, I, I follow her letter to the law. Never sent us astray. Of course. Isn't of that course. right, Captain? Absolutely. And All who right. are we doing this for? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds We're, weird coming out of your mouth like that. We're coming for you, Cotton Eye Joe. We're coming for you, Cotton Eye Joe. Quadina turns around, uh... She has a distant look in her eyes and she says, I'll see some of you again soon. And the crew kind of looks around frowning. Uh, you see Milsa, the drow. Uh, you see Broadback, the orc, kind of concerned. Um, 
she looks at you, Fibbers, and just kind of takes your hand and says, May you and your squiddies travel well. And do me a favor. Tell the one known as Talgish I said hello. Is it a, a friend of yours, Quadina, down in hell? She just walks past you, up the stairs. Classic Quadina. God, I love that woman, so I do. <laughs> As she walks up the steps, uh, you hear her mutter something arcane, and you hear a fizzing. <laughs> and she is gone from the ship. We'll have to save her in a one-shot at Silence at some stage. <laughs> Another multiplayer one-shot. <laughs> well, Fibbers, I guess there's nothing else for it. We trust Quadina. I guess, Captain. I don't know why, but we trust her. Bombs away, I guess. Uh, Fibbers will pull out a match, I guess, out of his pocket. Is yeah. there like a, there's like a fuse to, to light for this? There appears to be a number of powder kegs. Your black powder kegs for yeah. the cannons kind of sit together. Um, Broadback has strung a bit of rope that's been soaked in like a whiskey or something. Okay, perfect. Uh, through them. Uh, as you kind of grab a match and a matchbook, can you describe for uh, everyone here what Fibbers McGee looks like? So... F- Fibbers is <laughs> sorry, Lyndon. That's his name. <laughs> oh, so I just realized you guys don't know the, these characters, but this is, <laughs> this is a long-standing character in our campaign. Uh, Fibbers McGee is like a dirty <laughs> pirate, big black beard, but in his beard are two like squirming squids. Even if you look at this figurine, actually, it's like a mind flare. So you're like a Cthulhu type look he has because his beard is made of these squids he's like squat and smelly but he's got a nice nice kind smile on him fibbers mcgee as we see fibbers mcgee we also see captain aureus a small gnome individual who has a tricord hat um he has like a rapier on his side he is the captain of this vessel we see a drow a dark elf with white hair she's the cannoneer and uh, a, a an orc, a big tall orc called uh, Broadback, uh, brother of another character <laughs> from another campaign. Shout out, Dex. Um, yeah, what does Fibbers McGee do? Yeah, Fibbers McGee takes one last look at the ocean, breathes in the salt in the air, and then he throws the match into the. <laughs> As the match kind of flips in the air, there it goes out and just lands. You probably shouldn't throw it. You probably should just walk up and throw in matches. It doesn't really. You know. No, you're right. We'll give it one it's more. It's been a while go. since we went on our own adventure. It seems like we're always ferrying other people around. Well, I feel like we could do things. our own adventure, just the two of us. <laughs> Picture on. <laughs> Fibbers then reaches in, grabs another match, and more delicately walks over and, and lights the barrels, I guess. Much the same as our, uh, as uh, Mission Impossible credits, as the, as the fuse lights, it sizzles yeah. along, freeze frame, Caleb Dowdle, freeze frame, Danielle Butlin, freeze frame, Michael Brigetti, freeze frame, Linda Poco, freeze frame, uh, Jackson Berlin, freeze frame, Tom Jacob Cruise. Mason, uh, Tom Cruise is in here somewhere as well. Uh, as the fuse Next goes back towards the kegs, there is a moment of silence. And then much the same as a vessel a long time ago. Not identical, but a loud <gasps> and <gasps> the front of the ship bursts open and water starts pouring in. <gasps> as water starts pouring in, the ship begins to sink straight away. As water starts rushing past you, Fibbers McGee, the captain brought back Mill. So you watch as the captain gets flung to the back of the ship and the ship starts to sink. As it starts to sink, all this water rushing through, uh, Captain Aureus is... I will cast water breathing on the ten nearest crewmates. Yeah, what does that look like when you cast a spell? 
the squids in Fibber's beard like detach and start to like squirt out this ink and it starts to color the water around him up to the distance of <laughs> 10 people around <laughs> yeah. and it starts to coalesce on their skin as it like surrounds them and then excellent they're able to breathe underwater excellent as you guys breathe <gasps> the ship sinks and sinks and sinks and it seems to plummet faster and faster and faster as it plummets faster and faster into the black abyss the water pressure builds and builds and builds to um crushing point and then it releases <gasps> and you breathe. The ship continues to plummet, but you no longer feel like you're heading down. You feel like you're heading straight. And as the water rushes past, the water becomes dark. And as the water becomes dark, you swear you see faces (laughs) flying past you. Uh, As that happens, the ship starts to lift and you feel the water begin to feel like it is viscous it is thick and every now and then you're buffeted you're clipped by something solid something corporeal uh as that happens can you go ahead for me i need you to roll something uh i need you to roll a intelligent saving throw for me Ooh, that's an 20 17 17 17 17 17 beautiful uh that's a fail uh <laughs> but it was a beautiful you fail suck. a beautiful fail uh as that happens, uh, you are going to take uh, a tidy 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, uh, 3, 6, 9, 6, 12. 12 points of psychic damage as these screams rocket your little noggin. Uh, as this happens, you watch as uh, Milsa kind of clutches her head, uh, starts to kind of drool a little bit and crumples to the lower deck. Uh, as the ship breaches out top of this river, the ship breaches the river sticks. In front of you, as you look out over the first layer of hell, Avernus, you would see, as I bring up the Goshdan map, you would see as the ship breaches the river sticks, in front of you is a wasteland. It is incredibly hot, humid. You are instantly sweating as these dark spirits kind of drip off the boat here. You can see off in the distance a hellscape of unimaginable length and size. It seems to shift as you look at it, like you're looking at it through haze. And as you look, you can see in front of you, as the river curves, this dark, viscous river curves, you can see on the horizon these enormous mountain peaks that seem to shift and move. You can see off to your left-hand side what appears to be Taller than the Burj Khalifa, over 2,000 feet tall, easily. A stack of skulls. You see dozens of tiny little creatures that seem to be carrying skulls, flying along and plopping them on top of this huge pyramid of skulls. The skulls must be so old because you can see at the very bottom almost prehistoric dinosaur skulls that seem to evolve into other creatures and eventually humanoids up towards the top there. As you look around, you can see an enormous pit that drops away into nothingness on the horizon uh coming around from those mountains you would see a large kind of icy structure that seems incredibly reflective you can also see as you look around this strange enormous volcanic structure that seems to be half shaven off at the top there you see magma or lava rather pouring out from the top of it that seems to fill a valley 
that is right below this beautiful, beautiful, terrifying bronze cathedral in the center there. Looking around, you can see that there are creatures screeching along. They seem to have uh, large, uh, horrific kind of torn wings. You can hear the sounds of screams, the sound of fighting, the sound of bubbling, the sound of fire. And as you look around and you feel this heat, Captain Aureus looks at you with a look you haven't seen before, a look of fear from Captain Aureus. He looks at you and he says, Oh, fuck, I think we may be in way over our head. And as he says heads, there is a from the back of the ship. As you turn around. <laughs> I thought that was going somewhere else. We're all thinking it. As you turn around, you look behind you. There is an enormous structure behind you. It starts in a point, a curved point that kind of curves out and builds into this wide tomahawk shape at about 450 feet tall. It is carving through the ground. and Where it carves, the river seems to follow. As this enormous ship kind of hooked into the ground clips the back of your boat, the boat launches and surges out over the side there. This enormous structure curves, firing fire down upon a battlefield that you cannot see, a battlefield filled with demons and devils in eternal battle. As it curves away from you, this, this terrifying grinding, this as it moves away, your ship lurches and bumps up onto the bank of the river Styx. The ship launches forward and clips what looks to be large hooked bones and an enormous rib cage. And the bow of your ship, already torn away by the cannon fire, wedges under there and you all fall to the deck. At the edge of the river sticks is an individual who has maybe a vial or a, a corked stopper glass item. And Bob, here at the edge of the river sticks, doing your duty, you very carefully scoop up the liquid that comes from the river sticks. Careful not to get it on your fingers. And you stop up the cork there. Ow, ow, ow. Uh, as that happens, a wooden vessel that you would remember from the material plane launches out from the river sticks, splashing souls everywhere. As it does, you see the enormous flying fortress of Zariel behind it, clips it, and it comes screaming towards you. You barely have time to do anything. What would you like to do as this ship jumps up onto the land and screeches towards you? I'm going to take the little bucket that I'm holding and with the water and scurry my feet along. Just <laughs> Excellent. It's coming at you like Prometheus style and you barely have time to dive in front of one of those rib cages before it <laughs> smashes to a halt right there. I, I, I drop the bucket, dive to my right, behind whatever sort of shelter I can get into and peek over my shoulder and see that it's within striking range of hmm. the middle of my, my head. Yeah. I just look in awe and what in the... How is that? You hear voices coming from it. Is everybody okay? Or Captain, we not be in Fiona anymore. Get no fucking shit, Fibbers. <laughs> we know exactly where we are. Milsa's gone down. We should check on her. Uh, go ahead and make a medicine check as you run to Milsa. 18. 18. Uh, Milsa appears to have 
have her brain scrambled. She is kind of drooling. Her eyes are kind of unfocused. Uh, Captain Aureus kind of drops and says, Fibbers, get me smelling salts immediately. Ah, Captain. And I whip out some smelling salts that I have in my jacket. (laughs) Snatches them from you, cracks them in front of her nose. (laughs) No, (laughs) No luck at all, unfortunately. It's at this point that you hear, and you hear this, this weird sloppy wet noise coming from behind you. Uh, with that noise comes a screech, a number of screeches that seem to come from high above. This screeching and this bubbling draws the attention of someone. Bastion, you know that the river sticks is a prime place for demons to show up. But you also know that's often where innocent souls are brought to this place. In one of your patrols, you see just off in the distance a ship breaching. Zariel's ship clipping it. You see, uh, Bob, would you like to describe yourself? What uh, Bastion sees as you dart away from it. What I see describe what, what your character looks like, yeah. Uh, my character looks... Small, but also wide. (laughs) 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 So far I have Bob, short, wide. (laughs) Bob, chode. (laughs) Please, keep going. (laughs) Uh, Wearing some sort of leather armor, holding on, uh, having on his on his back, a crossbow as well as two daggers just in clips on his side. Mostly brown clothing, but also just a hint of that special fall feeling. <laughs> from the, from the, from the fall catalog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Bastion, would you like to describe, introduce yourself, and let me know as you hear uh, shouts coming from that ship. Smelling salts now. Uh, and you see Bob there kind of darting behind the rib cage. Would you like to describe and introduce yourself and let me know uh, what you're doing? Yeah, so um, you would see, Bob would probably see it first. Um, sort of Bastion's attention has been piqued by this ship coming about and and everything so he's kind of paying attention to that area and you see a fairly large six foot two uh individual fully clad in jackson metal. that's large six foot two okay i said fairly large <laughs> you know he's a larger guy uh and so he's, <laughs> he's not short and he's not wide he's tall and yeah, fairly, fairly uh, muscular as well. The the shape of his of his body, but he's <laughs> his boyfriend dicks. He's fully uh, <laughs> he's fully encased in metal. Uh, you would find you would have to look hard to see any sort of uh, skin. He's indeed uh, a war forged, uh, and you would see under kind of like a hood. Uh, you would just see kind of glue, uh, blue glowing eyes. Uh, that's sort of scanning the horizon in the boat. Um, it's difficult to know what whether he's wearing armor or if, in fact, like he's just made of armor. Uh, but either way, the metal that you do see would be very coarse and like you know tattered, rusty. You get the impression that he might have might have been in this environment for quite some time. Um, over his chest, he's got a sort of muted fabric, a muted blue fabric that runs down and is kind of tucked under his belt and drapes over the front and the back. Um, and he also wears a cape that is the same color. All of that 
material is again tattered and stained and scorched. Um, his hood is up and he carries uh, on his left arm, you would see a sort of rounded shield that's chipped and beaten. And on his side, you would see uh, uh, not a maul because I decided otherwise, but you would see a what's the big beady stick? <laughs> what's that called? Big beady stick. The beady stick. Uh, a mace. You would see a mace kind of hanging oh. by, <laughs> by his side. Uh, and he's, he sort of stands uh, with a sort of a with purpose and he's sort of devout and has like a, he carries himself very well. Um, and so he, as he kind of sees the, sees the ship, he kind of pulls, pulls his, uh, hood back. And on the top of his head, you would see it sort of as if like he was wearing a helmet, like a full face helmet that was kind of carried, put up on the top of his head, but it's attached to his head mm. and he kind of grabs it and like places it down over his uh, face, kind of Optimus prime style <laughs> when he like engages Iron in battle Man mode. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And uh, yeah, he pulls out his mace and um, he just starts running. You probably wouldn't Excellent. hear anything he has to say yet, but he Excellent. starts kind of like a jog towards the, as he starts running towards this, uh, this, ship uh on the side of the uh the river there uh we would notice pulling itself out of the river sticks not too far from the ship a very large creature uh, it appears to have like three clawed fingers uh enormous clawed fingers and as it kind of pulls itself up we can see spiked scales on it huge shoulders its face seems to be part of its neck like it's pressed in like someone's gotten a lizard and just kind of squashed its face into its neck uh, it has this large maw with sharp teeth and these these wide kind of slit eyes as it pulls itself out <laughs> you watch as it kind of shakes off the uh, the the icker there as it shakes off the icker some of that dark black icker sprays uh, all over the place uh, and makes like a an awkward bubbling sizzling sound as it hits things. This is not stuff from the river sticks. This some, seems to be some substance that came off this creature. As it pulls itself up, <laughs> it seems to sniff the air and kind of looks at the nearest thing that's making noise and it appears to be this ship. As it pulls itself up and out, we meet an individual that has possibly taken down a, a fair few of these things. Uh, a lost individual, a big... Scary individual, a strong individual. Hamish, would you like to describe and introduce yourself as this strange ship has kind of launched itself out from the river sticks where souls come from? You see a number of individuals running from it, running towards it, but you do see a large beast that looks to be about to try and prey on whoever came from this ship. All right, I've been perched up here watching the ship roll in, and it's <laughs> something different from what we've seen before in this land. I've been here for longer than I can remember. Battle axe strapped to me back. A couple of hand axes on me sides. And a javelin that I've yet to use. Seeing this creature come up, I feel that hate well up inside me. I know why I'm here. And I accept that fate. But whoever is on that ship, there's something different. And they may need help. Or they may need putting down. But either way, I'm going to find a way to get myself involved. Excellent you start making your way towards this potential encounter. <laughs> As you're making your way towards it, the sound of screaming and monsters and screeching and bubbling is a mainstay here in uh, Avernus. You may have found ways of 
navigating them. There are safe places. There are quiet places. There are pleasant places. Uh, you know someone, Bob, that has made it his business to make a pleasant place at a cost. We meet our final individual on the side of the River Styx. I'm not sure what she's doing, but at her feet is a large black uh, flat coin that seems to have red cracks through it. And it seems to whisper, cry. And as this soul coin sits in front of you, you know these are valuable here. Talgish, would you like to describe and introduce yourself, please? If you were looking in that direction, you would see a sort of cloaked figure um, just sitting cross-legged by the side of the sticks, kind of half in, in daydream, half in, you know, you can't tell quite tell if she's like paying attention to something very closely or paying attention to absolutely nothing at all. Um, she sort of looks if like if you turned your head, you'd almost think that she was see-through looking at her from, from her peripheral vision. And you can only really see it clearly if you're looking straight on. Um, even then it's a slight sort of blur as though she's there, but not really there. Um, and yeah, that's about all you can see of her. You just a little cloaked blob almost <laughs> sitting by the river. Um, <clears throat> And, yeah, she leans down and grabs the coin. Ah, as you pick it up, this feeling of sorrow and angst just kind of sits like Frodo with the ring. Seems to sit just below your neck, just, just in the middle of your chest there. As you pick it up, uh, it's sorrow and pain and death seem to twist your mind and your, your head and your body towards this ship breaching and hitting this rib cage of an enormous animal long, long since dead. And for each of you, Bob, Talgish, Bastion, Hamish, a glimmer of the material plane is here. One that you know will be set upon pretty quickly if it's found. And as this enormous creature starts to pull itself up out of the river and lumber its way towards the ship, we cut back to Fibbers and Aureus. You know my build-up, so I need to circumnavigate them. Aureus is kind of looking down at Mill, so the, the smelling salts aren't working. Our captain, I've never seen it like this. Broadback, pick her up, take her down, down bottom there. As Broadback scoops up Milsa and kind of, takes her down uh you're both standing on the deck here the heat uh these strange winged creatures flying around screeching this this volcano this huge huge moving vehicle this huge huge bronze cathedral uh you're in hell boy uh, captain i thought it'd be easier than this i thought there'd be like a signpost or something well, have you, there's like there's a lot going on here now and i don't i don't know have you have you tried calling out to cotton eye joe <gasps> cotton eye joe as the rest of you hear, Cotton Eye Joe! You watch as the big creature <laughs> hears, Cotton Eye Joe! <laughs> and it immediately starts to lumber towards the rear of the ship. Ah, uh, now we're going to go ahead and roll initiative. All right, Captain, do you hear that? I do! We're fucked! Okay, so, uh, 25 to 20. No, uh, 20 to 15? 17. Okay, so a 19 for Hamish. 17 for Bastion. Uh, 15 to 10. All right. <laughs> 10 to 5. 8. 
Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Okay. Uh, I gotta remember everyone's names. Bob, of course. Who got eight? Oh, Fibs. Fibs. And our good friend, uh, Talgish. Excellent. Oh, you're gonna get some chewing out of this. I love it. Mm -mm. Caleb's not even helping himself. He's just doing it right in mic. <laughs> so, at the very top of the round, uh, here's how it works, Jackson. Um, and for those listening who uh, haven't played D&D before, um, you get to, uh, on your initiative count, you get to move, you get to use an action and a bonus action. If you look at your character sheet there, um, I don't know how much of this you know, but uh, see the tab that's kind of Big underlined. Big old goose egg. Excellent. How much I know. So you see where it says actions? Yes. Uh, all, you've got your great axe, your hand axe, your hand axe, your javelin, your unarmed strike, your breath weapon. Um, if you click on bonus actions, that'll tell you what you can do as a bonus action, which for you as a barbarian, you would rage, which would give you extra damage. Uh, you can then uh, frenzy uh, as a bonus to that, which means you can make another attack as a bonus action, but you get exhaustion afterwards. Basically, as a barbarian, you would want to get into battle as quickly as possible. Your foot speed is 40 feet which means you can move eight squares, eight hexagons, essentially, or eight, or eight squares, um, which you can, you can jump up and play with. Uh, you can then use your attack action. Uh, you can attack twice as an action, and then as a bonus action, you can choose what you want to do. So let's just, let's just start with getting you there. So what do you do if you want to describe for me uh, yourself heading on in there? Beginning up on me perch, what I'm going to do is jump down and attempt to get right in front of that creature and attempt to slow it down from reaching the ship. Excellent. My number one priority. Uh, point of priority. Excellent. Is to get in its way and Beautiful. immediately eliminate its movement. Uh, so, excellent. You are going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. You get right up in front of it. As you get right up in front of it, it does have this blackened ichor coming off it and immediately turns to you, the, the nearest form of resistance and movement. As you come right up on this creature, what would you like to do? Uh, there, hang on. Uh, <laughs> no rush. I'll use my ice breath on it. Nice! Ooh. As you inhale, you describe how you burst out that ice breath for me. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Um, yeah, oh, it's all about flavor. The deep guttural inhale. <laughs> there we go. He's great. He's great at this. We don't need to worry. Expelling as much energy from my chest as I possibly can, I drive it down to sub-zero temperatures and blow every ounce of strength I have at the creature in front of me. Excellent. As that breath weapon bursts out in a cone, yeah, in a cone shape, clips the side of the ships, uh, you fibbers would immediately uh, be aware of this happening just over the, the stern of the ship there. Uh, you see next to your breath weapon, it says range, it says uh, uh, there's a C14 con. That means that you asked me for a constitution saving throw uh, and my creature will make one. Uh, that is a... Oh, shit. Uh, that is a 16 plus a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> so it saves as your ice comes out at it. However, you are going to roll 3d6 and it's going to take half that damage. If you need another one, you can... Oh, Jackson's first roll. Five and a, or three and a four. Yep. And roll another one of these again. Yep. Two. Okay. Well, fuck. Which is Michael? Don't ask me. <laughs> it's not my turn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's nine. a seven, nine. Tw no. <laughs> Human God. Four plus five here. and two. Three, four, and two, Michael. 
Michael, is it don't nine? Ask me. Yeah, sure. Good. <laughs> you, you know what, Jackson? It's actually it's whatever you want. He's terrible. When they ask you, you just you just say whatever Michael's number. Michael's terrible at this. Even as a barbarian, I know basic math. <laughs> yeah. Nine. Nine points of damage halved to four, because we round down in D&D. Four points of ice damage to that creature uh, as it uh, takes that. You see the frost kind of come over it, but that ooze seems to uh, secrete that uh, those ice shards off it. Uh, you That is your action. Uh, you have a bonus action here. Uh, you as a barbarian, as your bonus action, you can rage. That means you get so angry that you just end up being resistant to some damage. You can add extra damage to your attack, uh, and yeah, you can go frenzy. I probably better rage because I have a feeling when you get punched right in the fucking face after that fail of an ice breath. What does it look like when you get angry? Yeah, it's all good. It's good. Clenching my fists at my side, another deep inhale down into the very pit of my bones, and an angry scream erupts from my entire body as I go blood red in the eyes and the uh, millennia of caked on dust from all of the soot and the burning in hell kind of flake off of me as I scream and ready myself for the creature's initial attack. Excellent. Good stuff. The rest of you hear this scream, uh, this roar, and we cut down to Bastion over the other side of the river there. What would you like to do? Sebastian is clink, 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 clinking around, yeah. and he comes to like a halt at the edge of the river. Is the river, what's the river made of? Is that Jump flowing log, lava, or is no, that? No, the river no. is made of this black, rushing, viscous material. Um, almost, you can almost see souls kind of. <gasps> You can almost see just through their strange warped creatures trying to claw their way through, like you can look into the abyss itself and see demons trying to pull their way through. You gather you don't want to jump in this water. I'll look, uh, Bastion will look down and say, your souls are beyond saving. And then close the gap of the river, uh, kind of look around to see if there's any rocks to jump on. <laughs> you make around? a deception yeah. check, yeah. Nope. That's a three... Three. No rocks, as far as you can tell. Uh, you're pretty confident that you uh, you you may be able to may be able to jump, but um, where are we? Long jump. Oh, I should know this off by heart. Uh, number of feet equal to your strength score, so you can jump uh, 18 feet if you if you try. Whoa! All right. And there's what? our uh, 30 foot ruler for anyone needing it. All right. Um, yeah. So what I will do uh, as he gets to the edge of the river. He'll pull out, his, well, he already has his mace out. Uh, he'll hold his mace up to the the sky-ish. Yeah, the sky <laughs> Whatever that the seems to sky the is. perpetual darkness and red flames and streaking meteors that just... And he'll uh, close his eyes and mutter a prayer and say, Dine Sechd, help me save these lost souls through your light, and I will cast... Uh, what is the casting? What is the spell? <laughs> Guiding bolt on uh, the creature. On the creature, yes. Nice. You hear this arcane mutterance and this burst of light coming from over the river. 18? 18 will hit this creature. Wow, yeah. right. 46. As this bolt of energy hits it, it begins to glow with this light, making it easier to see and indeed easier to hit. D6 Thanks for putting that on, Mike. <laughs> there you go. Just so we know we're sharing. He's done it, and now he's rolling. <laughs> All right. He's rolled. The dozen, he's counting. The one that he we got. Know how. Can, can someone double check Michael's counting? 16. Can someone, can someone check, can someone double yeah, count Jackson, for him? Jackson, do the math there from Five, please. six, two, and three. 
<laughs> Excellent. Uh, with a 16, this guiding bolt hits it. As it does, it kind of turns around. Uh, it is glowing now. It is easier to hit. Um, anything else you want to do there, Bastion? Um, is it an action to jump? Uh, it's part of your movement, essentially. All right. I'm going to attempt to jump. Excellent. Close this gap. For further reference, uh, for future reference, uh, if you jump as part of a run, you can make it. If you're doing a standing jump, you can move, jump half your length. But I'm happy to say that you can run, cast Guiding Bolt, and jump as you're doing it. Yeah, I'll do yeah. that. Yeah, that's much cooler. Uh, go ahead and make an athletics check for me real quick, please. Oh, boy. My soul is going to be taken away. <laughs> it's really not good. Seven. Okay. <laughs> you leap and you watch as this robot metallic armored individual kind of jumps over the river sticks, hits the side, and immediately, like after a heroic landing, starts to do the whoa, 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 both hands <laughs> out, waving as he starts to tilt <laughs> and almost. This is my good part. Uh, and that's where we're going to leave you there for this oh. turn. Anything else you want to do? Uh, that's your movement. That's your action. <laughs> Bonus action. You, you, you feel the... You, you may... It's 50-50 it's, it's whether you fall backwards or not. Oh, I didn't even know how that... But no, that will be... Uh, that will be it. Excellent. As we hear that screeching, uh, we would see what looks to be a winged feminine creature with long black hair uh you can see that she has uh sorry not long black hair uh black shiny arm with red kind of tips on it horns coming out the top of her helmet pale pale white skin uh, she seems to have a long kind of whip or lash of sorts uh, a sword on her hip and these beautiful beautiful red uh feathery wings uh as this creature begins to fly down uh, we're gonna use this one here as she begins to fly down, you can see her coming from over the top, uh, just across the battlefield. You see her fibbers in the distance. And as she starts to swoop down, she points her sword at the creature and just <laughs> screeches out. Uh, you speak infernal? Uh, I speak infernal. I don't think so. Uh, you speak abyssal and infernal. Fibbers? No, you speak abyssal, yeah. You're occupied just trying to keep your balance. I don't think uh, it's going to be so. Bastion. <laughs> Bastion, you would just hear her calling out, fiend, fool, <laughs> fiend, uh, as she calls that out. She's swooping down that way. Um, you would recognize her as an Arrhenes, one of the, um, one of the, uh, one of the higher up devils, not, not a leader, but a quite a powerful, one of the powerful, more powerful demons, uh, devils rather. Uh, you see as she swoops in, she kind of raises her sword and you watch as these blobs of humanoid mass just come out from the ground there, uh, and you would spot what appears to be a uh, two uh, Lemures-looking individuals who appear here as well, and, uh, and they begin to sludge their way. Uh, that is her turn. Coming down to their turn, they are going to sludge their way over. Um, this one here is going to sludge its way up the side of the deck there, and as it gets over, it lands right behind Captain Aureus. This one here sludges its way up and lands here on the edge. Uh, Fibbers, do you want to check yourself on the board, please? Oh, yeah. Um, this creature is going to immediately... No, that's moving in action. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be their turn. 
beautiful, beautiful. Uh, as that happens, as the devils seem to swoop in on whatever's happening here, uh, the demon being taken on by uh, our good friend Hamish, uh, we are going to cut down to uh, the big, big creature in front of you. Uh, he is going to... The very large creature there is going to do two things. Uh, he is going to uh, take three attacks. He's going to take two claw attacks. One's going to be at you there, Hamish. Does a... 17 beat your armor class? Yes, it does. Okay. You are going to take uh, 11 points of slashing damage. Um, that is halved to five because you are raging. You are that angry that the damage doesn't hurt you. So see where your hit points are on the take top. down to 84. Yeah, so if you click uh, on the... Yeah, you can take it down to 84 or you can type in the number and it'll do it for you. Uh, the second claw is going to come out at you there, Bastion. Uh, that is a 16 to hit you. Negative. Okay, as it swipes out at you, it's then going to try and lunge and bite you. <laughs> uh, that is a 21 to hit you. Oh, it just hits. Okay, you are going to take a tidy uh, 12 points of piercing damage. Uh, and can I go ahead and get a... Strength saving throw, please. Yes, you can. As its teeth sink into you, throws you ever so slightly off balance. 24. And as you tilt back towards the river, sticks you. As, like, would his teeth kind of, like, clank into, like, my shoulder, I sort of, like, as I'm falling backwards, I sort of grab on. Does it have horns or something? Does it have something on his head? Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it has that squished head, but you can grab onto its teeth. Right, I'll grab onto, like, whatever I can grab onto, yeah. maybe a tooth or, like, a, an yeah. ear or something, and I'll kind of pull myself back up. Beautiful. As you pull yourself back up, we come down to Bob, hiding behind that chunk of, uh, chunk of, uh, bone there, that weird rib cage. Uh, what would you like to do? Uh, first off, I'm going to check the pail to see if it's still full of water. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make Priorities. A, make like make a just a flat yourself. dexterity check for me. Just roll a d20 and add your dex modifier. So it'll be plus zero. Nine. Uh, okay. I'm going to have some fun with you. Uh, not only is the weird brackish water not in the pail... You seem to have splashed it on yourself a little bit. Um, you got soul on you. Can I? No. This seems to have some of that nasty, darkened ichor <laughs> to it. Soul, Caleb. Uh, Eternal damnation soul. <laughs> can you? There, there's way too much here. What am I looking for? Uh, can you roll a D100 for me as this pail spills out? The water spills, but this sludge of darkness, this thick black demon ichor kind of spills out onto you with that uh, dexterity check. 17. 17. Uh, for not the first time in your life, you are uh, you are affected by demon ichor. You know to keep away from this stuff, because when you get it on you, it warps you. Uh, one of your legs starts to grow longer than the other one. It starts to stretch and pop, and, and you now have a leg that's, you know, at least a foot longer than the other one. <laughs> Why is this? What it... What... It, okay, well, it looks like I'm just going to hobble along here. Um, <laughs> what is going on? I oh, Interesting. Okay, well, uh, this isn't normal. Bob's such a chill guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> uh, I am going to do, 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 do. hear all this commotion. 
slowly make my way to where I can see because... Uh, excellent. So you can run underneath these rib cages here to see the back. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, I believe. So you're under this rib cage here. You can see these guys up on the deck there. You can see this fight at the rear. Okay, how how uh, high is the boat? Uh, the ship is about, because it's kind of sunken a little bit, it's about 15 feet above you. Okay. Yeah. But you can see everything that's happening on it. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, I'm basically just going to hold for uh, opportunity of attack. Okay, yeah, you're holding if something comes near you. Or Beautiful, excellent. You're holding and you're watching what's happening here. Beautiful, excellent, 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 excellent. That is going to bring us down to Fibbers McGee on mm. deck. What would you like to do? I have a question about Eldritch Blast. Yeah. You get two beams at a certain level. Can you shoot those independently of each other? Or is it like one beam, but that hits twice? No, no, you can fire them separately. Yeah. At two different targets, like it doesn't have to... Yeah. Okay. It's like magic missile. Like you, you pick where you want them to go. Gotcha. To. Perfect. I should have read on. <laughs> um, Fibbers is going to walk out in front or in between the two ooze. Yeah. The, um, yeah. They're strange. Beams. Yeah. Fleshy blobs. And uh, the squids in his beard start to s- slide down his arms and attach and interlock themselves in between his fingers. And then they open their mouths and it like starts to light up inside. Kind of like uh, raises his palms and it's nearly like an Iron Man <laughs> like blasters that he's now have. And he lets off at the same time without looking at either of them to Elders Blast. Yeah, go ahead and give me uh, two attack rolls for as your <laughs> Eldritch Blast yeah. bursts out. The first is 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 will unfortunately... Mm, no, that will hit. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong Sick. thing. And then the next one is 19. Both of those are going to hit. Go ahead and roll me your separate damages there for the okay. uh, hits on First those strange damage fleshy blobs. Is... Oh, where's my d10? <laughs> First damage is... 9 plus 4... 13? 13 points of damage. Nice. And then 11 okay. on the other one. You watch as the one on this side here is immediately kind of blown away with 13 points of damage. The other one has been hit. Uh, it's looking pretty bad, uh, but not terrible as it looks up at you. Get off the twilight, Jester. Excellent. That'll be my turn. Beautiful. Uh, that's going to bring us down to uh, Talgish. What would you like to do? I'm on the other side of the river. Uh, you're back here where your character is. Great. Over there. Great, yep. great, great. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, feeling drawn towards the ship. I'm gonna keep walking towards it. Okay. Do I recognize this, this bitch? Uh, you don't recognize her, but you recognize her type. There are, there right. are dozens and dozens of these Aranyes around. Um, yeah. they usually, uh, they usually command small legions yeah. of like they're lemurs and particularly imps. high up on the food chain. Or- they're pretty strong but they're not strong, like not like yeah like, they're they not don't have like political they're not influence. influential no no <laughs> yeah. i mean politically this one this, this one you know, like, this one might no one's gonna really give a shit they don't have any poll this one may um i am the senate <laughs> this one may i don't know you, you haven't taken the, you haven't Talk taken the time him. to speak to her or her mm. that one's running for office actually <laughs> <laughs> You see she's got flyers in her hand. Yeah. Little badge <laughs> on her chest. <laughs> Come see my friend's show. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna... How far away is she? Uh, grab the measuring stick out and take a look. Uh, what, what measurement are you looking for? 
Oh yeah, she's within sixty feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Great. I'm just gonna like stare at the back of the head, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna cast Mind Sliver. Okay, excellent. What's your saving throw? General direction, um, intelligence. Intelligence. Uh, that is an eighteen on the dice for a uh, dirty twenty. Unfortunately, so that's a cantrip, so mm-hmm. it does not hit. However, you do get her attention. She whips her head around to you. Excellent. Anything else you want to do there? Bonus action. Excellent. At the end of the round, you would see that that... Keep walking towards. Excellent. You see that volcano not too far from you kind of perpetually kind of uh, oozing this lava. Uh, As we come back around to the top of the round, uh, Hamish, this creature in front of you is glowing with this radiant light, making it much easier to see and hit. You would have advantage on your next attack roll if you were to hit it. Before we do that, I have a question about what's going on around me. Is my uh, little robot companion still teetering on the edge of that river? Uh, you can see that he's settled himself. He is standing on the edge of the river, but he's no longer teetering. Right he managed to. On to this he's holding on to the, the, the mouth of the creature that you uh, you hit. So the creature's kind of turned away from you. Also, the way that you're positioned, if this guy is an ally, you would have advantage on the attack anyway, because if you flank them, they don't know who to hit. So it's currently facing away from you. Considering the fact that this creature's got almost got my mate in his jaws, I figure it's about time I uh, try and use a grappling pin to stick it to the ground as hard as I can to give this what appears to be some sort of a enlightened mage an opportunity to put it down for good. Excellent. So what is it you would like to do? I'm going to do a gr- grappling pin. Excellent. Go ahead and give me, uh, this will be an athletics check uh, with advantage because you are raging. So you roll two d20s, add whatever's beside your athletics uh, to the highest roll. This creature is going to make something similar. Oh, that's a natural 20. Fuck. Six, a 13, and athletics is a plus seven, so that is 26. 24, even with a natural 20 and a 24, hey. you manage to grab the rear of this creature. Uh, with your first attack, it is grappled, so it cannot move anywhere. Uh, you can choose to restrain it so that it Headbutt. can't... Headbutt. Headbutt. Okay, <laughs> go ahead and give me uh, an attack roll with advantage, please. Uh, which dice? Uh, so that's a d20 again. Uh, you see where it says unarmed strike down the bottom there? On your at, uh, actions all under your yep. javelin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just a d20 plus 7. So it's a d20 plus 7. Uh, that's a 10 total. A 10. Uh, a 10's not going to... As you go to headbutt it, <laughs> it kind of shifts a little bit, and you you scrape along its uh, its, its hide there, uh, and that, that second attack doesn't quite hit. Uh, what would you like to do? You've got your bonus action and your movement left. You've still got this thing held. Uh, yeah. Was that headbutt at advantage? Yes, it was. Did you roll? And I still messed up. Still the, messed up. That was a fucking terrible headbutt. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> um... Oh, now Ian McGregor's here too, right? Mm. Am I able to use a uh, another one of those freeze breaths, or am I on a short rest for that one? Ah, uh, you need a short rest in order uh, to do that again, exactly. yeah. But it is restrained. Both of you are restrained, but it is restrained now because of your grappler check. Um, so you can, uh, as a bonus action, really the only thing you can do is if you want to frenzy, go into a like a mindless rage, you can uh, attack this thing one more time with another headbutt or a scratch, but you will get exhaustion once what you finish. What if I bite it? You can bite it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Let's bite the batch. Yeah. Uh, you don't have a... Uh, you, it is restrained, but you were restrained as well. So I believe that cancels that out. Da, 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 da. Yeah, so just a flat roll for you. Uh, and add your uh, plus seven. 
D20. D20 plus 7. D20? Uh, that is 8 and 7 is 15. A 15 just misses, unfortunately. As you bite into it, its hide is really tough. Uh, it kind of swings around looking at you like, did you just fucking bite me? <laughs> uh, looking at its enormous maw. Uh, anything else you want to do? No, I think That's at it. this point they've exhausted me options. Excellent. That brings us around to Bastion. All right. Bastion holding onto this creature uh, is going to kind of shove its mouth off of him. Yeah. Um, and kind of pull up his mace. And uh, yeah, he's going to just swing down and try and club his foot with the first attack. Yeah, you have advantage on this because your friend there is restraining it. All right, I'll take it. You're fucking welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Not the best, but might do. Dirty 20. Dirty 20 will absolutely hit. All right. Um, I'm, yeah, well, I'm going to hit him. Yes, please. Hit him in the butt. Do it. Punch him in the asshole. Fuck. <laughs> uh, seven points. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's because the plus two is already added in the. Yes. Yeah. So seven points of uh, bludgeoning damage. Okay. Excellent. And then for the second attack, yeah. hopefully it brings out a roar of this beast. I'm going to come up and try and club it under the chin. Yeah, go ahead and give me another attack roll with advantage because uh, still restrained. Oh, it's a natural 20! There we go. Go ahead. I'm pump a smite into it! Yes! Excellent. A smite. Uh, just a level one? I'm gonna go level two, because fuck it. It's gonna be 68, I believe. Yeah! Fuck. That's a lot of eights. Love Paladin. Uh, I believe it's 68. Smite, da, 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 plus one d8. Uh, uh, oh, and fiends. Is it fiends uh, or un undead? That it's undead and one. fiends. Uh, so here's what you're gonna do. So you're gonna two, go two yeah, d8, two d8 plus another d8 for level uh, level two, plus another d8 for fiend. fiend uh, doubled because you rolled a crit, so it's gonna be eight d8. <laughs> oh God. Plus yeah, your attack roll as well. Plus your uh, if you you're don't mace. Kill so this guy, Mike. Two d six, two d six, and eight d eight. For the record, as a first ever time D and D player, I have never seen so many dice coming out on the table. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Too many. Uh, with this mace hit, second no mace hit. I need more. Yeah. <laughs> I need two d eights. Uh, well, have we got the destruction. Just give him that. Go mm -hmm. that, that Which give him that metal one as well. No. Metal one as well. There you go. Oh no. Okay. All right. So, so you've got 8d8, right? 8d8 and 2d6 plus 6. 2d6. All right. So roll the d6. Just first. roll everything. Oh, fine. Dump it all you in there. You talked me into it. We want to hear that clicky clack. Yeah! <laughs> oh, man. There's a few ones in there. Oh, but, man. Uh, That's all right. We'll That's all right. Uh, you are on deck, uh, Bob, after the creature's turns. So have a think about. Nice. As you watch this huge <laughs> uppercut as enormous barbarian kind of hugs it from behind. Holy shit. So that was, that's nine of bludgeoning. I don't know if uh, Radiant takes other damage, but nine. Okay. Uh, it's me and Boulder's Gate. Crit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple of ones. 33 points of damage uh, of radiant, uh, plus nine points of bludgeoning. Beautiful. This huge divine smite, this, this godly energy <gasps> bursts out. Uh, immediately, the creature on the ship near you, Fibbers, mm. uh, the Arinye is looking at you, immediately swing towards that divine energy, uh, and you would hear the Arinye say, War forged bastard. 
uh, and she's making a beeline for that area there. Uh, anything else you want to do there? Uh, this creature's looking pretty bad. The D. That was two attacks, uh, so that's that. Bonus action, do I have any? Nope, I'm not gonna use uh not gonna use anything from a bonus action. Um yeah, as he as uh Bastion sort of reels back from the hit, um he'll look to this is I recognize this as like a, a demon. demon. Yeah, as opposed to a devil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just say You demons are so not talkable too. Why won't you just discuss things? That's it. <laughs> The, uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the barbarian, like, pinning the creature just kind of looks up at you with, like, a talk-to-able? <laughs> uh, excellent. It's going to bring us to the Arenyes. She is going to, with a flight speed of 60 feet, uh, she is going to swoop across the battlefield here. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. As she swoops past the three of you there, she knocks three arrows and just goes, doo, 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 and they go doo, 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 across the three of you, uh, one at each Ooh, of you. Um, sweet. Yeah. Uh, you, Bastion, uh, <laughs> as she fires that out, uh, the arrow kind of swerves uh, and clips the creature that's preying on uh, Aureus. Mm. Uh, as it hits that creature... Uh, with her nat one, it is going to take seven, eight, nine, ten points of damage, Dead. and that creature just. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, she frowns as the other arrow finds its way into uh, eight, eight, to sixteen. Is just going to hit the creature that is fighting you guys. That's going to be four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 points of damage to the creature she between you two. Uh, she's looking pretty bad, that creature. Um, beautiful. Uh, and then the third arrow comes at you, Bastion. Uh, that is a 16 plus, so that's a 24 to hit you. Damn it. Yes. Uh, and you are going to take uh, three, four, five, six, seven points of piercing damage. And... Oh, Eight, 19 points of poison damage. Oh my oh. god. I'm resistance to poison. So uh, halve that to uh, nine. Nine. Excellent. As it hits you, make a constitution saving throw. Can you be poisoned at all? Uh, Immunity to poison? Constructed. It's just resistance. Okay, yeah. Um, so I need a constitution saving throw, please. Yeah. I'm pretty good at those. As that arrow strikes you. Natural 20 for 27. Yeah, the poison does not affect you. Uh, you still take that damage as she kind of swoops out over the top. She kind of hovers there above you. She looks down and she says, Leave these lands. The souls are ours. The souls on this ship and the souls in the river. You don't Filthy even know how these souls got I haven't finished talking. Haven't finished talking. <laughs> Filthy construct. Okay, now you may go. You don't even know how these souls got here. <laughs> Looks down at you, Hamish, and says, Did he say something stupid like untalk toable? Oh, yeah. I hate this demon devil, whichever one you are. <laughs> That's going to bring us down to. Uh, that creature's changed. dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Same with the Arrhenius. Uh That's going to bring us down to Bob. What would you like to do as this 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 devil kind of swoops over the top of people that are squallop, squalloping? Sure. Squalloping over the back there. Uh, I'm going to be. I meant to say squabble, but shocked at what I'm seeing, but I'm noticing that I believe it is the... Which one is it? Uh, 
uh, the big uh, creature in the middle. Yeah, that's in. That's yeah. looking a little worse. Look really bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to Eldritch Blast. Nice. What does it look like when you fire out these two Eldritch Blasts? So it's not gonna. One's gonna be for the that creature. Nice. And the other one is. Wait, there is no other one, is there? Just the woman that's flying. Just the woman that's flying. Well, then I. I don't know if I would actually fire at the woman that's flying <laughs> yet, uh, based on what I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to take both of them at that uh, that other creature. Excellent. It's going to look like. <laughs> As I do some sort of symbol with my my hands, almost like I'm opening the uh, with the Marvel and the, the time oh time stone. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So he he does this sort of figure eight with it with his hands, and as he comes to reaching out. You see these two sparks, and it's it's almost like pointer fingers, and it just comes out of the index finger, and it's it's bright yellow. You literally just finger guns. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know what? I'm gonna take that one. Finger guns, (laughs) bright yellow, (laughs) (laughs) with with the tips of his fingers turning red. Nice. And it's just a insane blast that comes out of them. Excellent. Go ahead and give me two D20s. You're gonna add six to this roll. Uh twenty-three. And and Ooh, twenty-four. Twenty-three and twenty-four. Uh both of those are gonna hit. Go ahead and give me two D10s damage. Two D10s. Zero, which is a ten. ten. It's full damage. And a six. Sixteen points of damage. Tell me how you handle this creature. There we go. Is that the one that we're with? Yeah, nice. big one. As as these two I can't blasts come out of my finger guns, one of them hits the toe of the creature. <laughs> And zaps it up in the air. The other one hits it straight in the chest and explodes it into basically what I would say almost like a different dimension. As it explodes, as its ica splashes out, uh, can I get dexterity saving throws from oh, no. you two, please? Dexterity. Uh, yeah, you're going to roll a d20, and the top left of your screen, you'll see there, uh, Hamish, uh, where it says saving throws in the little square, little box, top left box. Mm-hmm. It says saving throws yep. down the bottom. Uh, uh, your dex should have a uh, plus three, and you have advantage on this. I believe you also have a plus two because you're within... Okay, yeah, we'll add that after, yeah. My dexterity says plus zero, so... No, so see under... Uh, ooh, hang on, I'm looking at the wrong one. Uh, yeah, so your dexterity saving throw is plus zero, but you have advantage, so you roll two dice and take the higher one. And then because you're standing near a paladin, mm. you get a bonus on top of that. Cool. Yeah, ten feet. Well, my heroine's a four, so I'm in trouble. For a six? Yeah, because the other one's a one, so... Okay, what did you get there, uh... Uh, saving throw, right? Yes. 
19. 19's beautiful. No problem. You dart, you dodge all this black ichor. A little bit of black ichor splashes on you. Roll a D100 for me. Well done, Bob. Where's, where's the D100? Uh, it's the, the two tens. Can I do good? <laughs> yeah. Two tens. Yeah. 35. 35. Uh, <laughs> as you're standing there, you feel you've been chided as a child like by parents maybe and they might have kind of tugged your ear and told you you're naughty or something and your ears start to feel like that again like your like your dragonborn parents are kind of tugging on your ear and both your ears rip off from your head and just kind of land on the ground and squelch themselves away oh my god I didn't know you'd you're now missing anyway. your ears yeah uh, excellent uh, Bob anything else you want to do on your turn I'm going to get closer to this woman flying in the air and just say, Hi. Uh, who are you? She whips around at you with rage in her eyes. Mm. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> uh, excellent. That's going to bring us down to Fibbers. What would you like to do? Fibbers is going to look up, see that the rage in the eyes mm -hmm. of this slime woman and grab one of the squids from his hand, mm -hmm. kind of like toss it up and down in his hand, like he's kind of testing the Wait weight up, of it. Yeah. Look up, squint, throw the squid right at it, casting hold monster. Hold monster, okay. For a wisdom save of 16. Okay, wisdom save of 16, here we go. Uh, that is a 12 on the dice. Uh, what am I looking at? 12 plus six for an eight. No! Uh, as you cast that, she looks at you and she says, You should be under my control! How dare you! Uh, and she whips her attention around to you. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> anything else um, you want to do? No, I have no bonus actions or anything, but I guess um, you'd see it fly by the flying lady, the squid, and maybe dissolve into, like, black yeah. shadow. Mm. Beautiful. And then reappear back. Excellent. Fibber's hand. Beautiful. It's going to bring us down to uh, Tuggish. What would you like to do? Um, Tuggish is just going to keep walking mm -hmm. slowly. Strolling. Just strolling along. Yeah. Um, and she's going to like lift out her hand and just like squeeze it in the air. Mm -hmm. And you see this like black smoke start to appear from the devils. Devil? Yeah, yeah, devil. Yeah. yeah. Um, from under her her collar and mm -hmm. then it forms into like this black spectral hand yeah. it just like sque latches onto her throat and starts squeezing um yes daddy oh <laughs> <laughs> for that uh what is that what are you doing rolling what, what, what attack <laughs> can you not rolling, see jake she's fucking rolling. rolling it's what? chill touch oh, thank you <laughs> it's a 19 uh a 19 just hits yes excellent now what she's doing now is she's rolling again. I just didn't Jay. know what she was doing. She's she's like, like, she's I'm going to roll. Up up dice. Okay. <laughs> and then she's going to roll. Uh, 2d8, yeah. Yeah, rolling yeah, 2d8. Excellent. Um, yeah, so that is a 10. How, uh, what sort of damage? Um, necrotic. Okay, 10 points of necrotic damage. This, this darkness of death kind of creeps up from the hand. And she kind of flexes and the, the hand disappears. But No, the hand stays her. there. The hand stays there. The hand will stay there and it cannot regain hit points until its next turn. And the hand will oh, cling beautiful. to the target. Oh, oh cool. Very nice. Very nice. 
Yeah. She, with that 10 points, she looks more miffed than anything. That's that's the, possibly the first damage she's taken in a long time. Beautiful. Excellent. Anything else you want to do there? Just hear this little... <laughs> and um, sort of a, a, around the ribcage of the, the creature, um, another swirl of black smoke appears in like a little spiral... Um, Wrapping itself around one of the rib bones. <laughs> and then slowly forming into a shape and it forms a kind of black shaggy dog. Yeah. Excellent. Hound omen. Yeah, you got your dire wolf there? <laughs> yeah. No, rest in peace. Uh, in your extras? Yeah. Beautiful. Luke still has a hard time with <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the names. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, what does your hound do? Uh, yeah, what is his... Uh, or like I can conjure him midair and he can <laughs> and then dive down. He will, take, he, will take, he will take falling damage, but if you want to do that, absolutely. Oh, God, the poor Just, dog. How, how tall up is she? Uh, she looks to be about 20 feet in the air. Uh, yes. Uh, 15 feet in the air, probably. Do you want to grab that ruler and hold it up right beside it, please, Danny? Daniel? Right, hold it down against the ground. Yeah, so she's 15 feet in the air. Yeah. 15 feet in the air. Yeah. Um, up. So. Yeah, why not? It's gonna, it's, it's, yeah, I'm gonna conjure it. It's gonna like appear sort of spectrally there and, but, but not in full form and then like twist up towards her. Chomp her as it falls. And it's, it's gonna latch on and try and like. I'll try and pull try her down. So it's going to grapple, grapple her. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, if you want to go ahead and make an athletics check from your direwolf there, uh, it needs to beat a 14. So it'll be a... Yeah, so it'll be a, a d20 plus the uh, strength modifier. So plus three. That's <laughs> a, a 10. Okay, yeah. It tries to grab onto her and it <laughs> unfortunately starts to drop. Uh, does it get a second attack? Nope, just the one. Excellent. Okay. And it lands on the ground there, uh, taking uh, six points of bludgeoning damage, unfortunately. <laughs> but it is out and ready to go. Anything else you want to do? No, just keep strolling. Beautiful. That brings us round to Hamish, top of the round. What would you like to do? So as a newbie, I have a question about this. Uh, when it says that my rage lasts for one minute or ten rounds, am I still in rage mode? You are, yes, as long as you attack or are hit by something in this round. Good, because after losing my ears, um, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just crawling around. <laughs> so I have I, a question. What I, oh. yeah. Did they, like, like, reform as if he has no ears, or are they, no, they, they, they bloody tore themselves off? Like, yeah, there's bloody stuff. You're in hell. I'm, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. What I'd like to do in this instance is to look at the little robot beside me and say, less talking to him, more hitting the bitch. I want to use all three of my returns to grab him, wind up, throw him at that cunt as hard as I can. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, give me a... Do you... I consent. You consent. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, with no problem at all, you grab him and you start to like hammer throw, like spin around in a circle. Uh, can you go ahead and make an athletics check for me with advantage because you are raging? Uh, and which dice is that? Uh, two d20s. Two yep. d20s. Yeah. Whenever I make you ask you to make a check, it's always going to be that one. Yeah. Two 19s. Two 19s yeah. for a total of? Uh, that would be a grand total of... 38 and then Jesus Christ <laughs> I told you I was past oh and and one last thing 
as I let him go, I Oh, no, no, not, not the 19s yeah, together. Yeah, I was thinking no, no, no. It, uh, 19 plus 7. Like plus 7, 19 plus 7. So, oh, so that would be... Um, <laughs> yeah, 20. Yeah, 26, which is still fucking... So yeah. And as I let him go, I want to yell out as loud as I can, aim for the head. Excellent. As you hurl him off, uh, he goes flying through the air. Uh, that's going to bring us to you, Bastion. Oh, it is my turn, eh? Yeah, you're right after that. <laughs> well, like, kind of like just nodding along as he grabs him and winds him up and throws. Uh, as he kind of let go, uh, as long as it's for the salvation seekers, and he's gonna basically like jut out like Superman. <laughs> uh, yeah, that the first hit is he's gonna try and uh, just kind of clock her right under. Yeah, the go jaw. ahead and give me an attack roll. Uh, I'll give you advantage because because uh, rule of cool. I mean, <laughs> rule she did cool. not expect you to be thrown at her. Yeah. Uh, uh. Twenty-five to hit. Uh, twenty-five absolutely hits. Yeah. And that'll be just a regular attack. Fuck's sake. Uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage. Nice. You clock her. As you clock her, she immediately reaches for her sword to try and slash you as you're yes. heading out. So as I kind of come through her jaw on the the top of the round, as I'm kind of leaving her kind of going up above her. I'm going to br- try and bring it down on, like, the side of her head. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Attack. Go ahead and give me a, another attack roll there. No advantage on this one. Another 25. Absolutely hits. And this one I will do a first level smite. Excellent. So is she also, does she, uh, is she a fiend? Or a- She's a fiend, yeah. Yeah. Hey, pretty much anyone down here is a fiend. Yeah, 3d8. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, 23 points of damage 23 points of damage uh excellent nine of that is just bludgeoning excellent uh as you clock her you start to fly past her uh anything else you want to do uh still not gonna do any bonus actions okay uh as you fly past her, she is going to whip around on her turn and take a swipe at you as you're kind of... Oh, uh, that's off the table. Uh, that is a 17, uh, 18 to hit you. No misses. Excellent. Uh, you go flying. Uh, Lyndon, can you pass me the Goliath Barbarian on the left there? The the one on the far left. She's yeah, not undead, right? Yeah. That one there. Yep. No, no, no. The one on the left. Yeah, okay. that one there. Yep. No. I don't think so. No. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, can you make a strength saving throw for me? Yes, I can. <laughs> That's where it's worse. You just dropped it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's much what Twelve. Twelve. You hit the ground. You take uh, five, six, seven points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, she is then going to swoop down to you as you lay there prone, landing right in front of you, uh, Bob. As she lands, she takes out her sword out. Dirt. What the hell, miss? <laughs> She's going to shoot you a look. Bob, she is not a miss! And I'm going to pull my shield over me, trying to protect myself. Okay, she's going to take two more run hits away, at you. Run away! Uh, one of them is a natural 20. <laughs> yeah. uh, can't run away! Can't run away! Uh, and the other one is a 16. The 16 misses. Okay. As she swipes down at you with the nat, natted 20, uh, two, uh, you're going to take 15 points of piercing damage. 8, 16... Stop counting. 27 <laughs> points of poison damage halved, uh, Bad. Oh, which nice. is 13 points of poison damage. Uh, 
as that swipe comes down on you, she looks at you, Bob, and she says, You'll all be answering to Zyre. Um, that is going to be her turn. That's going to bring us down to... Question, yeah? Did she move past the hounds? No. Melee? Oh, she flew cool. over the top Never of mind. Yeah. All good. Uh, it's going to bring us down to Bob. What would you like to do with this terrifying-looking Irene's? It's all on you, Bob. <laughs> uh, that's what she looks like. Nice. Hi, my name's Bob. <laughs> um, I will... Uh, I'm going to cast new image. Nice. Bloop, 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 bloop. There's three images of you pop out. She says, pleased to meet you, Bob and Bob and Bob and Bob <laughs> and Bob. <laughs> Anything else you want to do there? Uh, I'm also going to... Uh, so I'll use this, cast this. And I am going to poison spray. Huh? You already cast a leveled spell as an action, unfortunately. Yeah, you only have a bonus action left now. Oh, my bonus action is... Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Okay. Yep. I will... Hold. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just there in front of this this, this striking Erenyes. Uh, she looks at you all and she says, This material vessel is the property of Zariel. Um, that's going to bring us down to Fibbers. Are this material vessel be the property of Captain Orius? And he's going to do a whip with his squid blast again. <laughs> Excellent. Go ahead, me, <laughs> go ahead and give me your Eldritch players. I do my own fully work. Uh, first one is a 10. Misses. Second one is a 20. No, uh, 19. Hits. Four. 11 points of damage. Nice. It as also her. knocks her back 10 feet. Yeah, excellent. She just comes across here. Under the uh, rib cage there. Stumbles. Uh, excellent. Anything else you want to do there, Fribbers? I just look over at Captain Orius and give him a wink. Captain Orius says, We're in way over our heads here. Let's get uh, let's get Cotton Eye Joe and get the fuck out of here. Hey, Captain. Uh, it's going to bring us down to uh, Talgish. Um, again, just just strolling. I think Talgish is going to start, like... Climbing up the ship. Touch the ship. Just reach out, touch the ship, and sort of... It's like damp timber that you haven't felt damp timber before yeah. in a long time. She just sort of like strokes. You're in hell. You don't get strokes it a little bit. The like the ladder. Yeah. And then starts climbing up mm-hmm. with the movements of someone who's like hasn't done the action a long time, but their body kind of remembers mm. what it is. Yeah. Um, and as she sort of some people say it's like riding a bike. I say it's like <laughs> yeah, climbing a rope like ladder on a ship. A rope ladder <laughs> onto a ship. Um, as she her head like pops up um, over the railing, she's just gonna see what the fuck's her name again. There's no, you don't have her it's name. It's name? It's just Anne Arenier's. The Arenier. Doesn't have a name. You haven't... It's Anne Arenier? Yeah, it is yeah. a it is a type it, of devil, yeah. yeah. Like cool. a pit fiend. See the Arenier and again, just like reach out and like squeeze the hand. Another one of your... Uh, yeah. Yeah, excellent. Oh, it's to hit, yeah. That is a 23 to hit. 23 absolutely hits. As you choke her again. Ah, uh, that's just um, four points four of points? necrotic damage. But the, but the hand, the hand Once holds again around on, the and yeah. she cannot repair herself. Excellent. Anything else you want to do there? Um, oh yeah, 
Dummy. And my paparino is gonna <gasps> sort of <laughs> jump <laughs> over to the appropriate rib. Scurry on up to her. <laughs> Almost like waggle its tail like one of those police dogs that's in training. He's <laughs> like, this is great. Um, and I'm gonna get him to chomp, 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 chomp. And a chomp. Yeah, go ahead and give me a uh, bite. yeah bite attack. Yeah, beautiful. That's what we want to do, and there's friendos in in within five. Uh, Anyone else within five? Uh, I mean, if you consider them friendos, yeah, absolutely. What does it say? One of the wolf's allies. Yeah, I mean, if you consider them allies, absolutely. We're all trying to attack the same thing. That's what an ally is, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily friends, but yeah, allies. Beautiful. Great. So that means I have an advantage. Anyway, so that's a 14 to hit. 14 will not hit her. Damn. As it tries to chomp into her, she kind of twists out of its reach. Anything else you want to do? Oh, is it a creature? <laughs> yeah, everything's a creature, technically. What are you looking for? Well, it says if the target is a creature, it must succeed on a DC 13 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Yes, if it gets bitten. If it gets hit? Yeah, is that okay, what it says? I think. I don't know. It was, uh, is, is it's it not in, clear. Is it under the bite thing? Uh, yeah. Yes. So it's okay, if cool. the bite hits, it, yeah. it hits. Yeah. Beautiful. Because sure, it's a big doggo. Excellent. 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 That's going to bring us down back to the top of the round to you, Hamish. Uh, this woman's on the ground now, and she's kind of stabbed your robot friend. Um, your rage has unfortunately dropped. Uh, so you're like, <sighs> but you can use a bonus action to bring it back in if you want to. Uh, but as your rage drops, uh, you weren't frenzying, so I don't think you uh, you don't get exhaustion. Frenzy, yeah, no. beautiful. Now, from my understanding, she's underneath the rib cage, which yes. is sort of above her, right? Yes, she is. So my plan is to jump up onto the ship, which is perched up against the rib cage, uh-huh. and then jump from the ship to the top of the rib cage above her. Yeah. Which I should have a little bit of a bonus there based on my inventory with the armor of psychic resistance scale mail, which I think gives me a little bit of a bonus to my stealth. Uh, if you're going to make a stealth roll, you... I'm not necessarily going to make a stealth roll yet. No, it doesn't give you a bonus to your stealth. It does not, okay. It, uh, what does it do? <laughs> Scale male psychic, it just gives you resistance to psychic damage. Okay, yeah. never mind that then. Yeah. Uh, but my goal is to get above her. Excellent. What is your foot speed there? 40 feet? Uh, yep. So if you make an athletics check for me to get up on the ship here. D10. Uh, D20. 20. Uh, one. Mm. Okay. Uh, as you go to get up on the ship, uh, you kind of climb up to the top, you jump, and as you jump, you slip and you fall and you land prone. Uh, you haven't used any movement yet, but to stand up is half your movement. So you've got, as you stand up, there's 20 more feet of movement left as you land there. But you are not up on the ship, unfortunately, because that is a natural one. That is a natural one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 20 feet of movement left, uh, unless you want to use your action to run as well, which will be another 40 feet but you won't ha- be, have an action to do anything. And after. how far away is the top of the rib cage? Uh, to get up to the top of the rib cage, you've probably got like a 15-foot climb, 20-foot to get to just to the tip of the rib cage here. All right, yeah. I'm definitely going to use my action again to, to move 100%. And you jump up there, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. You can be anywhere on top of this rib cage. Directly above her. Okay, you are directly above her there. Uh, that is your movement and action. You have your bonus action left, but you're essentially right above the the curved rib cage, standing yep. on top, and it's just like. With my bonus action, do I have my ice breath back? Uh, no, you do not. You have to take a, a short rest. I'm going to breathe it on my axe to cool it down, but never mind. Yes, unfortunately, you have to wait till you have a, an hour break. 
an hour break. Yeah. Or in a one shot, you can do 10 minutes. That's but, Yeah. What would you like to do? I'm going to just wait there. Excellent. As you're on top there, that brings us down to Bastion prone in front of her. What would you like to do? Uh, Bob would probably see Bastion kind of like holding his shield as he's down and his his eye, his blue his dark blue eye will start to kind of like like fade in and out as like he kind of like lumbers himself up to his feet uh kind of picks up like all leaning and kind of wounded picks up the the mace from the floor and kind of like like kind of jolts his shoulders forward and kind of lifts his shield Mm -hmm. and he'll walk towards the towards the uh the demon lady devil devil lady sorry Mm -hmm. demon devil um and yeah, I'll take some two hits. And we'll okay, see. yeah, take a couple hits at her. Yep. What? 16? 16 will not hit, unfortunately. You bounce off her plate armor there. Ugh. 17. Bounce off her plate armor again. No luck. Sort of. The the wounds are are sort of getting he's kind of getting more and more jolty in his uh, yeah, yeah. In his joints and stuff yeah um I'll see a bonus action mm. that's gonna be it I'm just gonna kind of ready excellent ready myself for excellent with this dog biting her with uh, you up in her face there uh, she is going to. She's going to lash out three times at you. Uh, sorry, two times at you, once at you. Uh, there's two 11s, so that's uh, two 19s to hit you, uh, Bastion. No. Excellent. Uh, she takes one swipe at you, Bob. Uh, that's an 18 to hit you. Yes. It's going to hit. Okay, beautiful. Uh, you were going to take... Uh, can I do a reaction? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Protection? Yes, I will do. I will use protection to. I will try. I'll put my shield in front of uh, old Bob and make her re-roll. Ah, uh, that's gonna be a twelve. Does a twelve hit you? Ah, uh, no. Excellent. As the shield, she's gonna look at you and say, "She's gonna look at you and say, I'll be back." And she's gonna take off into the air. Uh, attack of opportunity with a melee weapon. Attack of opportunity with a melee weapon, if you wish. And she comes up past the rib cage, not knowing that you're there. And you get an attack of opportunity after these two. Uh, so we'll come to you in a moment. And Popo. And Popo as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So attacks of opportunity from all of you, please. Is that an advantage? Popo has Sentinel. advantage. No, you didn't take I Sentinel. Was, I was yeah. looking. I was like, sure. Yes. Uh, that's a, let me triple check that. 21 to hit. So 21 hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. What is mm-hmm. her strength saving throw? Uh, 13. Uh, that's a natural 20. Okay. That's fine. So as the dog bites her first, what did you do? Uh, I have, I'm shif- uh, if you've got a dagger and fighting. So can I take both my daggers? Just the one, just, just the, the one. one hit. Yeah. Uh, 20. That'll hit. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a D four for me. Um, that is 13 points of piercing damage. Nice, nice, nice. As the dog bites in. Two points of excellent, yeah. Uh, the dog chomps onto her. Uh, you shank her with a dagger there. Ah! Bastion? Uh, 19. 19 will hit her. All right. Uh, I'm going to do... I can do a smite, right? You can do a smite, yes, yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna... How big a smite are you doing? 
Yeah, I'm gonna go third level. Third level Super smite. Fuck yeah. What's that? 48? That's 2d8 for the smite. Oh, sorry. D8. Yeah, and then another 2d8. Another d8 and another d8 because she's. She's a fiend. Hell. Yes. Fiend. Go ahead and give me that, that damage as you swipe out at her. Eight. As you clock her with the mace there. 20, 20. Nice shot. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. 35. 35 points of damage. Ah, beautiful. Ah, she looks pretty bad with that hit. She actually tries to fly and kind of swoops a little bit, clips the top of the bone and comes up to you. Uh, mm -hmm. She is trying to get away. What would you like to do there, Hamish? Uh, with an attack of opportunity, traditionally you would do a melee weapon attack, mm -hmm. but you tell me what you want to do and I'll tell you whether you can do it. I had a plan for this and now it's all gone to... Yeah. Welcome to D&D. &D. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to do this and then everything changes and you're like, <laughs> fuck. How wobbly is she while she's flying? Uh, roll a real quick... Looking at her, you would know that she's she's a a good a good decent hit away from not being able to 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 fly any like she's she's not looking great. You guys have cobbled clobbered her clobbered her a fair bit. I can't fucking talk tonight. Um, you gather uh, a decent hit with your axe. Good roll with your axe might put her out of commish. Um, plus your strength. Yeah, yeah. Are you raging anymore? No. Okay. Yeah. So you gather a good hit with your axe. Has to be a good hit with your axe. Could take her out. Yeah, let's go for that. Excellent. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. So it's going to be a d20 plus 7. Natural 20. How good does that feel? Uh, go ahead and roll for me 2d12. They're the next one along. Uh, you're going to add 3 to this number. 12. Uh, yeah, uh, tell me how you handle this creature. After telling my mate to go for the head, <laughs> I'm going to swing this double-bladed battle axe at her neck as hard as I fucking can. Plan is to take her head clean off and send it baseball-style into the <laughs> river beside us. And that's what happens. You slice through, and as you slice through, you tilt the axe, and her head, almost baseball, almost golf, like almost gets just kind of hooked off the side there and hits the uh, hits the river sticks, and the body crumples back down, hits the, the rib cage, hits the ground and starts to sizzle and crumple to ash as she is put down. We are now out of initiative. Captain Aureus immediately kind of goes, Fibbers, you okay? All right, Captain, I'm fine. What about yourself? I, I, I'm good. Uh, I'm going to go down, check on Milsa uh, and Broadback. Uh, you got fort? You know, hold a fort down? Aye, Captain. Right. I make sure nobody gets on board. Right, okay. Yeah, and kind of trots downstairs there. Uh, I hand it over to you guys at the end of the battle. As you say, I'll make sure no one gets on board. You see uh, <laughs> you see uh, Talgish, this <laughs> woman, just kind of <laughs> pop up over the side. You just just a little head. Uh, as 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 the head is lopped off from the creature, you also see the 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 hound um, almost instantaneously just <laughs> into smoke and disappear. Tell me, true? Are ye an enemy? Are ye a inhabitant of hell? I am. Um, yet yeah, I live here. You live here. I think so. Are you dangerous? I don't think so. That's a peculiar way of answering that question. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Have, have, you, have you killed any pirates or any good seafaring folk before? I don't think so. 
Okay, well, I guess that'd be good enough for me for now, but you keep your distance, all right? Uh, Tell me, have you seen a parrot around? No. You've never seen a parrot around here? I don't think so, no. I'm going to ask, and don't be offended. (laughs) Do you know what a parrot is? And you see her look and think really hard. I'm going to do a check to see if I can remember what a parrot is. (laughs) Yeah, go for it. What kind of check is this? This would be a history check. Or a nature check, if you wish. Um, I look in history or nature. Yeah, either's the same. That's a 13. A 13, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you know what a parrot is. Yes. Okay. What be your name, creature? Uh, Talgesh. Talgesh. You would, you would know a, a lady by the name of Quadina, would you? <laughs> And Talgesh just sort of blinks at you in a way that's maybe somewhat reminiscent of Cordina. A slow blink. Um, no. No. I could have sworn because it would be only five minutes ago. <laughs> I was having a chat with a lady called Cordina, a good friend of mine. She said, if I ever met somebody with your name down here, to send her regards. There's something in your memory, but you, there's not a lot you remember. You remember that there's not a lot you remember. Well, that's very nice, I suppose. I, 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 I don't really remember. Ah, uh, you'd be difficult to be communicating with. How, how long have you been living here? Well. Um, why am I even asking? <laughs> Do you know these people out here? I bet you don't know them either. No. No. As you look out over these people, what are you three doing? <laughs> as as uh, the body kind of drops yeah. Slump in front of us. Uh, Bastion will just kind of look down. Their souls belong to. Uh, sorry. And I'll knock it. <laughs> yes. head. Their souls are now under the protection of the salvation seekers. I'm Bastion. And I'll reach my hands out on both sides to Bob. And thank you. And I'll look up to where you would be. You're Hamish. on the ribcage, Hamish? Yeah. Aye. My name's Bob. <laughs> I've seen you around, Bob. Where? You're always just on the edge of this lake, and mm-hmm. I've asked around and to see if you needed saving, but you seem fine. Yeah. Do you need help? No. I think so. You think you need help, <laughs> or you think you don't need help? Well, you see... I was trying to get some water for a friend, and now I have a longer leg. So, if you can help with that. Oh, I'm afraid not yet. I can't help. That was pretty cool, man. Thanks, laddie. Out of curiosity, do either of you have a couple of healing potions on you? As I say this, I walk over to a pauldron brimming with fire, placing my hand axes on the edge, begin heating them up. Because if you don't, I'm going to have to do something to stop this bleeding on either side of my head. <laughs> oh, I see you hear someone asking for healing potions, Fibbers. You know you've got a couple of superior healing potions down below deck. Hey, do you be friends? That depends. What are your intentions here? Ah, well, as you can see, we've had a little bit of a crash. Your soul is now under my protection, so yes, we're friends. That sounds pretty friendly to me. Come on board. I've got a potion for you. Could I get a lift? Sure. 
Oh, and be quiet because I told the captain I wouldn't let anyone on board. <laughs> I'll lift Bob. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, wow. Uh, pretty nice, eh? It's the Twilight Jester. Twilight who? Jester. <laughs> is it? Is it in? Is it in like? Is it together or is it? As far as you can tell, it's together. You're on the top deck here. Yeah, yeah it looks okay. like it's together. How did you guys get down here? And why are you here? Better question. To be honest, I don't really be knowing how. We kind of blew up a load of barrels and sunk into the ocean. I don't know. But why? Well, that's a different story. We're here for me friend, Cotton Eye Joe. Have you seen him? I haven't seen anyone by Cotton Eye Joe, but I've heard the name. Joe? My name's Bob. Fibbers. Fibbers McGee. Nice to meet you. And he puts out his hand. You just see a small hand reach out, shake you one finger. You haven't seen a parrot around. Parrot? Oh my god. Do you know what a parrot is? Uh... Has Cotton Eye Joe your parrot? A Cotton Eye Joe is his own parrot. A parrot that's Cotton Eye Joe? I don't claim to own any creature. I haven't seen it, but I have... I have heard it. Yes, same. I, I think it's coming... Someone's yelling it at, uh, I think, by the what? lake of fire or the volcano or somewhere down, oh. down that way. By the volcano, yes. Oh, this be a great lead. Could you lead the way? Is this a lost soul that needs protection? Yes. Then I will take you there. Fivers? Fivers, McGee. Bastion. Pleasure to meet you. Hamish. And I'm Hamish. still bleeding out. Fibbers, sorry sides. there, Hamish. And I'm still bleeding out both sides of me head. And Fibbers uh, goes over to a little stash in the corner and... Chucks you a healing potion. Two healing potions. Just tip them out. That's what they're there for. So that oh, is a healing potion. Potion of superior healing. So you just rolled it. Oh, so that was one. That's potion. a potion of superior healing. Oh, yeah. I just rolled your healing potion. So that's so, <laughs> so count that up, and you add eight, and then scoop them back in. Twenty-four points of healing as you pop the cork and glug 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 chug it down. As that happens, the wounds on your ear, ears, ears, your wounds on your ears begin to heal, oh, no. and uh, your ears don't grow back, but you are no longer bleeding and gushing from the sides of your head. There, Arr. what manner of creature are ye that has no ears? He had ears before. You had ears. Yes. Can that you hear me? <laughs> until our small friend decided to blow the thing up that I was on top of at the time. It's a good shot, though. <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess you guys are, you, you guys live in hell. This is your place. I yeah. am charged with the protections of souls that yeah, do not you belong. Yeah, you said that. So wh what does that mean? There's a soul here in hell that does not belong here or maybe deserves a second chance. Do you not belong? No, it is my purpose to be now. Oh. I'm surprised you never heard of me. Well. I sort of have a reputation with the demons and the... Hell ones. Oh, now I know you. I'm Bastion. Bob. Yes. Yes, Fivers, I, I can help you receive this Cotton Eye Joe parrot. Our Bastion, I'd be very pleased to have your help. Would you help me, Bob and Hamish and Talgish? Will you help me as well? What do you hope to do with this parrot? Are we going to bring him home? Where's home? I guess up the material plane. I've heard of it. You guys could come if you want. It's very tricky to get back. We could come. Did Kudina give the crew a way home? Or did she send us off? Not that you know of. 
Oh, yeah, you could come back with us, no problem. We've got a ship. I like ships. Then of course I'll help. Okay, perfect. So at this point you hear footsteps coming up. Right, I think it's sorted. The strangest thing, the bow of the ship healed itself. Oh, hey, Captain. Who the fuck are these? Oh, these are our new... At arms! No, Captain, Captain, it's okay. They know where Cotton Eye Joe is. You know where Cotton Eye Joe is? He's a lost soul in need of help. He is? Yes. What are you? I'm Bastion. Captain Orius, pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you all. Bob. Pleased to meet you, Bob. Pleased to meet you, Amish. Talgish. Bless you. Right. (laughs) If I'm right in thinking you're going to go get Cotton Eye Joe, uh, I can hold down the fort here, make sure it's safe. Uh, Milts is on the mend and Broadback's a a steady fighter. Uh, You're going to be needing a a healing potion. So take that. (laughs) That one's all used. All right, Captain. Thank you. Um, Looks like, like a shot. What? It is. It's a little red shot. Yeah, this little red bubbly kind of thing that you could kind of throw down. It, it looks like it could be quite tasty. Uh, Captain Orius says, Vibris, do you know how, how we're getting out of here? I'm having a word with Jeff for just a Of course. Uh, chat amongst yourselves. We do this quite often. You'll get used to it. Bob uh, just comes and walks over to us, sits down right in between you guys. Hi. Uh, sorry, we're actually Bob. having a private conversation here, if you don't mind. Okay. Do us a favor. <laughs> Take your pointer fingers, hold them up like this. Yes. And put them in your ears like that. No, 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 don't do that, Bob. Don't do that, Bob. I've seen what he does with his fingers. <laughs> don't put them in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry? What were you saying? How about we go down? Ah, right, Captain, I think that'd be a good idea. <laughs> I start walking to, with you guys. Right. I close the door behind us. <laughs> Bob just hits the door with... <laughs> Ow. Sorry, we'll be out in a second. Uh, Captain, okay, what? two things. What? Very uncomfortable. You're sending me out with these lot. I, I don't know. They're they're a bit weird. But you know Fibber's better. You know Fibber's. You know Cotton Eye Joe better I, than I, me. I'm going to do it. I'm just letting you know. A bit anxious about it. Number two. Right, noted. I told them that we could bring them back in exchange for their help to the material plane. Are you, you have any idea of how to bring someone back from hell? Ah, Captain, that's why I pulled you aside. I have no fucking clue. So he maybe. leans in and he says, <laughs> I know not a lot about you, Fibbers, but I'm well aware that you've got powers and someone that gives you those powers. I think if you ask someone who has powers, the guy that either gives you the powers or maybe someone here, they might be able to give us a hand in getting out of here. I don't much fancy making deals with devils, but if it gets us out of this place. Okay, so Cordina didn't say anything to you. Cordina never fucking says anything. <sighs> That's what I love about her, though, you know. She keeps on her toes. Right, yes, yes, yes. Okay, then. I'll figure it out as we go, I guess. Probably best, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'll okay. keep an eye out. I'll make sure everything's safe here, and I'll try and get the ship turned around, and I guess back on the river? Maybe that's the best bet. All right. Hey, Captain. Right. And Fibbers opens the door. Uh, Bob steps, steps around Bob and goes, All right, well, good news. <laughs> uh, if you want, you can all be new members of the Twilight Jester, and uh, we'll bring you back, no problem. Easy peasy. What did you say? Uh, Word for word. (laughs) Well, (laughs) good news is I think you can all be members of the Twilight Jester. You can join our crew if you want and we can bring you back to the material plane. Easy peasy. Go, Chester. Go, Chester. Go, We'll work on that. We'll work on that. So, does that sound good? Aye, Hamish. I'll agree to that. There's a lot of good healers up in the material plane. Maybe you could get your ears back. And there's a lot of lost souls up there too. No, I, I'd, I'd have to come back, but I'll, 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 I'll gladly take okay. you. And uh, well, if I know Kudina, there's something up there as well, and so maybe you could talk to her. 
scoop. And Bob, maybe you'll find your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Bastion, you said something about the uh, lake of fire. Is that right? Well, I've uh, I heard the name Cotton Eye Joe being shouted quite painfully, but... You know, well, how did it sound? I'd need to know. <laughs> it sounded just so like, we're not chasing another Cotton Eye Joe. He just fucking said painful. But I, yeah, I think I can give a more accurate, and he'll kind of. He has a very recognizable eyes, voice. <laughs> his eyes will kind of like just like flick off as he like kind of spends a moment like into something, and then like it opens green, and it's like Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, Cotton Eye that's Joe. him. That's him. It hurts so bad, Cotton Eye oh, Joe. No. Uh, <laughs> Captain Orris comes he, running up uh, one second. Did you find no, him? No, Captain Orris. No, but we've got a good lead. Could no. have said that. Could have sworn that was him. I know it. You close your eyes. It's nearly like the real no. thing. I Milsa, can... broad back. Milsa, get back to bed. You're no, no. Like this, of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Lead the way. And as you step off the Twilight Jester through the uh, the rib cage of this strange creature, away from the winding river of sticks, heading out towards the Wait, the mountain bucket. line, it shifts. <laughs> the enormous, what looks to be an enormous dragon skull on the horizon, strange towers, strange uh, burning monoliths. Uh, we will go ahead and leave part one there. Ooh. One of the one shots. Thank you for listening to Theater of the Mind Flayer. If you like what you heard, give us a like. Give us a review. Rate us five stars. If you want to hear more, follow us on Patreon for more exclusive content and extra goodies. And make sure you follow us on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Theater of the Mind Flayer or at Mind Flayer underscore pod. Thanks. 